Alex. I, I never asked you, where'd you get this music from that, uh, that plays for the theme? I don't know what that is, but well, I, I, I... Answer the man. I want to know. I'm, I'm genuinely... Clear. We just heard the intro theme, and I never Listen, know where it came from. Eddie wants to do a bit, and you're going to do a bit, damn it. No, it's not a bit. I just want to know. I'm... No, listen. Okay. We're coming out hot today. Yeah, you're right. I'm so sick <laughs> oh, no. of whenever Eddie tries to do a bit and tries to get you to involve. You just stare at him like Sometimes you're... I just don't know what to say. Well, just tell me where you got it. You got to turn the on the... Truth you got to turn so, on the bits. The truth I was, was walking down the street. No. Ooh la la. And I saw some, some guitarist. people. This was a mistake. And I put them in my car. <laughs> and I drove them okay. to, to my music studio. Oh. And we recorded it. Okay. So you do the you what, you're the interviewer then. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the mix mixer and the master. And then what happened to the people after you did it? Then I dropped them back off on their stoop. Oh, okay. Well, was it Stoop Kid from Hey Arnold? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> wow. Stoop Wait, Kid and Rat Boy from the sewers. Okay, so that's two. What was his name? It wasn't Rat Maybe Boy. He was like the Rat King or something. Yeah, rat yeah, yeah, Rat King. I'm the Rat King. Do you know what an actual Rat King is? That episode yeah, kind of You showed me many times. In real? Many times? Yes. Do you know what a Rat King is in real life? From uh, Rat Boy Genius? No, that's not real life. <laughs> <laughs> that is, it's technically. That's real. also Little King that's John. That's Prince Little John. Uh, Little King John. A Rat King is when a bunch of um, rats get their tails accidentally tied together because there's so many of them. So like there's like a hundred rats and it's a giant big ball. Oh. It's like a rat king. So that's sad. Yeah. That's maybe they should. Maybe they shouldn't be all crawling around each other. Dude, I, I mean, like I like. I, I'm actually a fan of rats. I think they're kind of cool. I think they should be smarter than I'm too. They are smart, but well, then they shouldn't be getting in a rat king. You're right. There's, I guess. You know how right. big the world is. Yeah. There's a lot of. They don't for, all need to be in the same rats to slither around. Subway. That. What if that happened in Ratatouille? No. <laughs> Ruby became oh, a part God. of a rat king. Oh God, Ratatouille 2. All right, well anyway, this is, a, this is a podcast called Fresh Years. We exclusively talk about music. Yeah, that's all we've been talking about. I mean, my favorite song is from Ratatouille. It's called, uh, That's Amore. Anyway. That's Amore, Ian. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Pixar doesn't use actual songs. Yeah, you know there's a Ratatouille ride that just opened at Disney What, World. really? Wait, oh, what? Which one? Which Disney part? World? Epcot. Okay, that makes In sense. France? France! Paris! What is it? I think it's called Ratatouille Remy's... Remy's Ride. or something Remy's like that. Revenge. Remy's Revenge. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I guess we'll, like, jump in. That... My name is Eddie. To my right, the man with a million cans, because he always leaves the tabs on the ground. It's Alex Petrie! That did sound like a bit, but that is true to Alex Petri form. It is true. He's drinking one right now, he, and if I he, see that When cap, he leaves our apartment, we have to do a thorough search of the living room to see what all the debris he left I'll never him. forget that cap right there. It's going to be in my dreams. And to my left, John Mark Shaver! Hey, everybody. Um, hey, was, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. How are you guys doing? Good. Pretty good? We have, some, we have some sad news. What? Uh, Eddie's moving away. Oh, well, that's like not... I mean... It's irrelevant. It's sad, It's but not irrelevant. It's sad, but it's... It's irrelevant. It's not, gonna, it's not gonna affect... It's not gonna affect the podcast, no. But we'll see how the, the chemistry is. Well, I hear you guys are doing casting for new Ed. When I'm not sitting on the, on the couch <laughs> with Eddie, I don't know how the chemistry's gonna be. Well, Eddie's gonna be on our... On our TV. <laughs> oh, oh, it's it's oh I love it. I'll be, it. The, I'll be the master of streaming. Well, it'll be okay, because I still like doing the pod, and uh, I can put up with you guys just fine, I guess. So anyway, uh, that's the intro. <laughs> it's 
there anything else? What, what'd you Any, do? Is there anything special about today's episode? No, I don't think I don't, so, right? No, I don't think. What are we doing this, on this podcast? We talk about some uh, movies, some music, some of our <laughs> movies. Yeah, we, have, we have talked about movies. Well, you do have to listen to movies, too. You can't forget the listening aspect. No, not if it's the artist. Damn it. Well, there's music. Or Maybe Charlie we should, Chaplin's we, the we dictator. We should do a special edition Fresh Eyes. I've been waiting. Ooh, wait, oh wait! Eyes. We have to do, before I leave. We have to do our triple feature. Mm. So we oh, we, we have we have to do, no. Well, I'm not kidding. Let's talk about it real quick. Yeah, the triple feature. If we put it out in the air and then we have to do it because it's been almost a year, I think. We nah, maybe, it hasn't been. Well, listen. It's been a long time. I don't. I can't tell time anymore. It, it's, it feels like it might have been last week or two years ago. I think it was like July or August. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, that's six months. So we did a movie please we did a movie scavenger hunt which was we don't need to get into the details but we had a list of 60 movies that we eventually compiled right or 90 90 movies was it 90 and we picked one from each list of 30 and so it's the devil's backbone bad lieutenant bad lieutenant and anaconda's two this yeah the sequel to anaconda <laughs> um I can't wait. Which is gonna be a night, a wild, wild ride. Yeah. We have to. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the episode of Fresh Eyes we'll do. We yeah, have, no, I agree. We should. We have to do our triple feature, and we have to finish season one of the OC. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. Okay, the OC. That's a good. Uh, we've been hearing a lot of good music there. That's fresh ears. Yeah. Fresh been, eyes. There's for us more too. to come. We'll talk about that next time on. You talking fresh ears to me? The podcast that follows for you. Producey. Uh, well, anyway, okay, we'll just I think jump. that's it for the intro. Yeah, I think this is going on for like 15 hours, so we better go. Here comes an album. All right. <laughs> All right, we're back here. Oh, they're flashing the touchdown, or the, is that field goal or touchdown? I don't know. We're, we're recording this. That's clear for today, landing. Yeah, okay, we're going to give away a spoiler. We're recording this on the day of the, the big game. Please, so don't sue us, uh, Madden. If you, if you, <laughs> don't sue us, John Madden, John please. Madden. Well, anyway, uh, so yeah, we're ready to see um, the Chiefs and the Tampa Bays take down each other. The, but ta- the, the Tampa Bays. What are they called? Buccaneers. Bu- Buccaneers. We're ready to see the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. Cowboys versus Indians. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, but anyway, the so... Pirates versus... Yeah, they're, they're pirates. Buck, buck, buccaneers. Okay, well, the album that oh I picked... Oh, God. It's called... Oh, no, Alex is cracking up. He's gonna die. It's called Freak Out by Teenage Bottle Rocket, uh, which I hope was the one that you listened to, Bob. It was. It, it was the whole time. All right. It just... They look the All I mean, of their albums this, look the same, and I get the names I mean, mixed they're up. basically all the same, but that's... And that's the other one that I, that I know. Yeah. So... Anyway, okay, so I picked Freak, like, so anyway, like I just said, most of Teenage Bottle Rockets albums are pretty much the same, like, they all have, like, I think they all have 14 songs, and, uh, they're all, like, I mean, they're a Ramones core band, kind of a, they've been running since 2003 or 4, I think? I think I saw 2001. Maybe. When they started. I think they had a, they were under a different name back then, which I don't know if they count, but, but anyway. What was the name? Twin Homeless Wonders. Hmm. So... Um, <clears throat> sounds sounds right. It's a cool name. Yeah, that was a cool <laughs> sounds name. Sounds on par. So anyway, the reason I picked Freak Out, it, this one is like their fourth or fifth album. It came out in 2012. And I think this was the first album that I ever like pre-ordered and like 
was like hyped for before. Did you hear that's on vinyl? Pre-ordered on what format? It's on CD. (laughs) So, so anyway, I was a CD guy. If you were holding that on me on the vinyl, no, I didn't. I didn't have a. I didn't have a record player until like 2014 or 15. Uh, So anyway, like I remember when I heard it was coming out. It was coming out on Fat Records. Um, But I was excited for it because I liked all their other albums. But this was I didn't. I don't think I got into Teenage Bottle Rocket. This was the first album that came out when I was into them. Fat Records, pretty legendary record label. Who yeah. else? Who else is on that label? No Effects, obviously. That is that, it's no. It's Fat Mike's record. Yeah, okay, label. that's what I thought. Yeah, uh, Swingin' Otters, uh, Lag Wagons on there, Bouncing Soul, or wait, are they? Bad Cop, Bad Cop, uh, Propagandi's on there, I think. Chicks dig it. <laughs> so a couple hits from the past. So anyway, um, I was so excited for this album to come out. The first single was Mutilate Me, which is a really good song, and I really liked it. And I don't know what's there to say about Teenage Bottle Rocket. So I guess um, the way this is kind of similar to Screeching Weasel, where it's like a, a style that, I mean, their style is kind of similar to them, but it's all Ramones core downstrokes pretty much. Um, the thing that I think makes Teenage Bottle Rocket stand out is that they have two singers. Really? Yeah. I never, I never even realized that. You didn't? No. Oh. Did you? Just because I saw music videos with them. Mm. Well, yeah, there's two singers, and uh, they're both, ve- I think they're ver- very distinct in the hmm. way they sing. I never even realized that. That's crazy. Really? No. Not even with the backing vocals? Like, cause well, they I, don't trade count, off... I don't count backing vocals I, as an I additional know. vocalist. But they trade, but they trade no, off. No, but every song is like, they switch song, like every almost every one, I think, they okay. alternate. Interesting. But I can't believe, but the backing, they do backing vocals on each other's songs, and like, I feel like you'd notice that the backing, you're like, wait a minute, that sounds like the other singer from, from Headbang, or from... Uh, so, okay... One, so one of the singers has more of a modern pop punk voice, and the other one has more of like a like a Ramones. So yeah, there's two singers, and I think they both have like they both have. I think they both have a distinct singing style, and the way they write songs is kind of distinct. But I guess maybe I guess maybe it's not distinct enough. But it, <laughs> so anyway. Um, well, when you're when you're someone like you when you're in the trenches and you're listening to it a bunch, that, that's the stuff you pick up on. Did you pick up on it? Not necessarily, but it's because I've never listened to a full Teenage Bottle Rocket song or uh, album before. Okay. Well, anyway, so and like I said, the the lead guitar parts I think are kind of screeching weasel esque. Esque. So, uh, and I think they're all really catchy songs. I love every one of the, like, I still play like every one of these songs. I think that um, they do a really good job of building from the beginning of a song to the end of the song and like having everything come together and working in all the, like the lead part and the backing vocals to really a crescendo those tunes. Uh, yeah, um, I saw Teenage Bond Rocket in 2019 or 18. With. Ramona, right? Ramona, we've already yeah, talked about. that's right. And you saw them at uh, Cativo in yeah, Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, That's a cool. place I've never been. Yeah, I, I had to go. I didn't go there until like 2018, I think, was the first time I went there. So I've only seen like two or three shows there. Anyway, uh, yeah, I just really like all the songs and hope you guys did too. So yeah, that's my band. So my background with Teenage Bottle Rocket is that I know they've played Warped Tour a few times. Mm-hmm. I love the song Skate or Die. 
and I Want to Be a Dog, and me and Eddie sang along to uh, Wild Hair the whole time we were uh-huh. in Michigan. Um, That's off stay bad. But yeah, so I've liked the, the few jams that I've heard from them, but I've never really fully dove into one of their albums, aside from we listened to Stay Rad a good bit on that Michigan trip, mm-hmm. which we've talked about. I think this is like the heaviest band that you've picked so far, because so. they're pretty heavy, and I, they, and, I, and I appreciate that. These, these pop punk boys ain't soft, that's for Well, sure. that's the thing about, the teen, I think Teenage Bottle Rocket is the best punk band, like one of the best to incorporate heavy elements. They're really freaking heavy, um, and, and they've got like the heavy, Heavy music, but like goofy lyrics thing going on, and I think that I think that's a really really There's nice. Goofy little... about the Necro Comic Con. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get those the first four songs like are those perfect. Yeah, it's a, it's a really really nice little combo. It's definitely a band that I could see ripping it up at our favorite music venue, One Two Three Pleasant Street. Oh, I wish um, that'd be amazing. And this album's like really heavy on the horror references, and I you know we we've seen the Renfields numerous times and we talked about them on this podcast and I, I would say that the Redfields probably take influence from this band because oh, yeah. um, I think like even like a lot of the inflections from the leads from I, I guess there's two <laughs> singers I think it's the more Ramon style lead singer I heard a lot of the, the lead singer the Renfields in his voice um, the music the music parts sound very pop punk but the vocals feel very like 80s 90s punk <clears throat> um, would you agree oh yeah I think it's I think it's a pretty nice mix now the the album uh, the album as a whole for me didn't have much variety, but I didn't necessarily expect variety going yeah. into this because you I, shouldn't expect variety out of an Eddie Trezino because because I, I I knew what I was getting myself into. Um, they they do one thing well, and I think they pretty much do it on the ha- whole album, which is totally fine because it's totally fine if it's good, which it is good. And they they bang on it the whole throughout the whole record. The only qualm I would have is that like nothing really jumps out at me, and that that goes along with you know the last point that I made. But it's totally good modern punk rock, in my opinion. Um, I'm I'm not sure I'd listen to it again on my own volition, um, but it's a fine record. It's it's good. Um, it's like I don't know maybe five special moments away from being a great album, in my opinion. Um, but I also think this would be just like a good like road trip banger. Like, I was listening to it in my car yesterday while I was driving, and just it, <laughs> it like pumps through your speakers. You cruising for chicks! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was having a good time. But yeah, I enjoyed it. It's a fine record. It's a fun time. Yeah. Well, you know, it is a very... Um, uh, what? <laughs> It's I'm a, It's a very. Uh, you're right about not being a whole lot of variety, but uh, I don't think I don't care about that because I loved every song. I I'm gonna take away points for the R word being in okay, uh, in fair. the pit, uh-huh. which is a great song. That's outside of that, um, but I think there were plenty of special moments in this record, and I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Eddie Eddie has picked. Some great punk records since we started this, and some that aren't that great. But th- this is the brand. You get this and Screeching Wheels on the Renfields. Like this is the yeah. This is, I mean, yeah. This is the this is the realm that I want to live in. It's a fun time. Um, I I don't know why <clears throat> punk music and horror mo- horror movies like 
mesh all the time in like every facet of my life. Tour movies are punk. If you really think they are. They are. They are. Low budget. Yeah. The only thing I knew about the Teenage Butter Rock was because of you. I, you knew I think you knew Skate or Die, right? I felt, oh, yeah. I feel like you played that, but and I was like, wait a minute. You, you know, know what? Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it was in one of my Discover Weekly playlists or something. Because I feel like you played it when we when I first came to Fairmont and I was driving your car at play, and I was like, holy shit, you know this song? Yeah, well, I've always been, <laughs> I've always stayed rad. I've always yeah. been pretty cool. Um, What's your favorite tune? Uh, Three by Tie, with between uh, Necro Comic Con, Down with Love, and Mutilate Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't say that. Mine, mine are down with lo- done with love in uh, in the pit. Did I say down with love, done with love. Done with love, yeah. yeah. Um, so I loved this. I don't have much else to say because I never do about uh, things that I like. Hey, I that's like, okay. So. Short and succinct. You get points. <laughs> I don't know. In journalism school, for I'm not going to go into the the details about the. Uh, the I don't know. The, didn't you say that one of the Guys died of heroin. Yeah, uh, I don't know how he died. It was the drummer. He died in 2015 or 16. Okay, so this is the drummer that was on this one. Yeah, he was okay. on this one. He's the twin brother of the one singer who sings Freak Out, Cruising for Chicks, Maverick. So he was a twin brother. So that seems really heartbreaking. <laughs> so Yeah. Well, but anyway, yeah. So he was, I mean, he's a great drummer, man. He's a, I don't know. <laughs> it's, anyway. They're rad. Yeah. Love them. Stay rad. Stay rad. They're supposed to come out with an album this year, apparently, so... What's it called? I don't know. They haven't said yet. Okay, okay, human. Talk about... (laughs) I hope so. Talk about the the, the album covers. How many albums do they have? Uh, Okay, one. There's one... Okay, so the first album was called Another Way, and it was before the other... So it was just Ray with his twin brother. Cody is from the Lillingtons, which I famously covered on a demo there. (laughs) But anyway... um, Eddie's a... uh, I'm an artist. Mean, yeah, sure. Eddie, Eddie anyway. <laughs> check out Eddie's band camp, The Flying Flies, well, and buy his record. Get ready. I'm going to try to get the next one out before I leave. He also has a song uh, that he's writing about me. It's coming, yeah. So Really? Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't say what it's called. There's songs coming for all my friends. Don't worry. You're getting one too, Buster. I can't well, wait. listen. I, I would. If there's going to be a song about me, I wish it was a... Oh, there will probably a, be more. A better... Better think about me. Well, there'll probably be more. I'm not... just, well, well, you know what's about. The song's called "He Got the Gout." Oh no! Well, that's just what I thought. <laughs> hey, I don't. Dis- it just came to me. I thought it was a. I thought it was a good little t- title. That's a good title. Give me it. That's me awesome. It. Well, anyway, what I've you... let you live with me for two and a half. I years. already know what it's gonna sound like. Okay. Well, anyway, okay. One, two, three, four, he got five, the gout. six. <laughs> Seven, eight. They have eight albums, and I, th- I think eight, and one of them is a uh, covers album. So, speaking of covers, I was really hoping "Go Up the Flow" would be a cover of the Queens of the Stone Age song, but it wasn't. Mm. The album covers. Okay, so first is like a blue one. Second is white and black. We don't care about this. Oh, what are you saying? He just wanted you to touch on how similar they are. Oh, they're all the same. Just we different don't need, we don't need It's either. all just the logo. It's yeah. their logo with the with teenage different... bottle rocket, different title underneath. Yeah, we don't need a, we don't need a What's the one about the shadows? I see that one pop that's up. That's black and green. That's that's what Skater does. What's that one called? They came from the shadows. Is that like their their top album? Mm, that's the first one that came out on Fat Records. So they think I heard the singer Ray was talking on a podcast about how they really wanted to make that one like special. But I mean, for Is me, it special to you. Honestly, 
my favorite one is probably this one, then Tales from Wyoming, then Stay Rad. But all of them are really good. I don't know. All right, well, what are you yeah, rating? Yeah, this is a 10 out of 10. I love it. I love it so much. All right, Al. I'm going to go with the 7 out of 10. I'm going to go with the 9.5. Right. Taking away for the <laughs> Fair enough. I, I guess I should do that too, but I don't know. All right, well, stick around, folks, because we've got more coming. All right, all right, all right. The album that I picked was a album released in 2018 titled Nothing But Love by Just Friends. So Just Friends, they are a nine-piece. Okay, that answers that question. (laughs) Funk, rock, ska, hip-hop, amalgamation of genres. In my opinion, powerhouse of a band from Dublin, California. Um, I actually discovered them because they run in the same circles as a lot of, of a few other bands that I listen to, um, Eddie's familiar with as well, uh, such as Prince Daddy and the Hyena and Mom Jeans. Um, and a few members from those bands actually show up on this album. Um, and I feel as if, if there was a band that was specifically created just for me, mm. this is that band. Um, the emo pop-punk influence is present, but it also relies heavily on like funky, funky hip-hop, Beautiful female vocals, epic gang vocals, and just like a heavy use of horns. Um, I really think that this album has something for everyone, no, no matter what type of music you listen to. So, <laughs> first five tracks are just absolute heavy hitters, which make it impossible for me to listen to without just straight bopping to, you know? Bopping. Like, like no, ma- no matter what I'm doing, I, can't, I cannot listen to those first five tracks without like throwing my hands up in the air and mouthing the words. Um, and then you get to I Wanna Love You, which is, in my opinion, like one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. The female vocalist, Brond, um, she just absolutely kills it. as such a, such a pretty voice. Uh, I've always thought that this track could be like a top 40 hit. It's just, it's so good. Um, and then once you get past I Wanna Love You and the little, um, you know, skit break in the middle, the album takes more of a, it's kind of like a chill, you know, vibey instrumental shift. And the more I listen to this album, the more I really appreciate the back half of the album. Um, the tracks Nothing But Love Through Worry just like take me to another world. Uh, there's so much going on in these tracks, especially Fawcett, which is the longest track. It introduces just about every instrument known to man, and I, I just think it's beautiful. Um, Was there a theremin? There is so much, <laughs> there is so much personality on this record. Um, I, I would just love to hang out with this group. They seem like really, really fun people. Um, and I think that they're really unique due to the fact that their music, you know, it, their music lives in like the emo alternative pop punk scene, but they're so different than anything you could ever hear in that music scene. Like you could drop this band within, you know, so many different music scenes and I think they would stand out. And, you know, this album just exudes so much positive energy. Um, and that's another reason why I love it. It's for me, it's just an instant mood booster. No matter what mood I'm in, I can put this on and it'll just instantly lift my spirits. I love it. Um, simply put, I think that this album is just a really, really, really good time. Good and yeah, times. that's what I got. And I'm interested to hear what you guys think. Um, well, I'll start with the positive here. Okay. <laughs> I did like I Want to Love You. That's the one with the female vocal, right? 
well, she's she's in the whole yeah, album, that's the but, one you talked about. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that one a lot. That was a great song. But in terms of the, I feel like Eddie and I could make a just friends song right now, <laughs> just by going. Yo, what's up? Yeah, I I found I found all that supremely annoying. Oh man, I it was like one track was fine, and then it just kept happening, and it was just like all this one big blur of just I don't know. I'm not really into the. To, into any of this, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm looking for you for help. Uh, I don't know either. It's. I mean, it's kind of like. I mean, I remember they. Uh, they reference Red Hot Chili Peppers somewhere, and it kind of gives a similar energy. They it reference has, it in the break. Yeah, it, it has a similar energy to Red Hot Chili Peppers, where like kind of douches like it. But yeah. I, I mean, I like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but I get. Yeah. I get that the energy that this band has. Is, Kind of like Eddie, you can censor, or Alex, you, sh- you might want to censor this, but I think this is, oh. a, this is a boy band. No, they're not at all. Oh. No, I think it is. No, no, no but they're not. But, but they're I not. think it is. I don't even know okay. what that is. I, I don't no, mean... no, 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 they're not at all. Mm-mm. I think it is. I don't really necessarily know what that is. These guys, these, these people are like the most genuine people I think, you'll ever find. I they're... think there's too many of them. I think they're trying too hard, mm. and it all sounds the same, and it's really annoying. Hmm. It's not bad. It's fine. It like musically, it's not like poorly made or produced, but I don't know. I felt. I feel like. I feel like this is what my friends and I did in marching band all the time. Hmm. It, it, it was annoying then, and I don't know. I it just. I, I. I don't want to skit in the middle of the album. That. Oh, I love that. Made me mad. I love that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just. I thought it was great. This this I just did not vibe with this record at all. Mm, need the vibe check. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so Alex is heartbroken. Uh, originally, I th- when Alex first said this, I thought he said uh, "Real Friends," the band "Real Friends." You got excited. No, well, I was, and then like, okay, so I listened to "Just Friends," and then like I was like, and what's "Real Friends" sound like? And I listened to "Real Friends," I was like, oh. They're not that good. No. <laughs> I don't really... This band's way better than Real yeah, Friends. Yeah, I didn't. I was like, Real Friends seems like the most generic band I've ever heard in my life. More generic like, than Story so far. Yes, they're more wow. generic than them. That's that's saying something for you. They, well, because at least Story so far had a couple good songs on that one album that we listened to for the pod. I don't know. Anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> um, so uh, I could, I could, I kind of vibe with this. I get what they're going for. It's like a. Some of it sounds like free jazz. There's some cool moments. It even sounds like free jazz. Well, like, I don't know what it's called. It's, it's like still structured. Experimental jazz, I guess. Because there's some weird moments in musicality that I kind of like. That I, um, that are kind of cool. The way they mix, like, especially on I Want to Love You and Fawcett. Like, the way they mix the styles together. Um, and it is cool. I like it when there's, like, I like it. It's hard because I also think that there's too many people in this band. <laughs> I was like, because I, I, I watched the music video for Supersonic, I think it was, which is a, it's kind of cool video. I like the video, but I just see all these people and they're all like, 
They're just dancing yeah. around. Yeah, they're, they're just dancing annoying. around and having a good time. Know, like, it's annoying. Like, they're, they're going way too hard. Their live videos are just, it's just a huge party. They're just up there dancing. See, if I saw them live, and we were, Eddie and I talked about I, this. I could like them live, I'm sure. Like, Keep Flying. Yeah, Keep Flying. It was like a band. similar thing. And when we saw Moon Hooch, there was a band that played before oh, yeah. them. That kind of Tangled Roots, me. yeah. Like, I like them, yeah. In live, it's one thing. When you're there in person. But when I'm sitting like at my desk and like, just having it on or driving or something, it's just like, uh, it's like a alarm sounds blaring in my ears. <laughs> well, this blends the, um, this kind of is similar to Ska, where Ska rides a thin line for me. If Ska is too bro-y, then I don't like it that mm-hmm. much. But, like, if it's, like, if it's just kind of, like, angry guys yelling, like, Operation Ivy, I like it. But th- I, I don't know. This kind of crosses that line a little too much for me. It is bro-y, yeah. It is too, it is kind of bro-y. Which, like, it gets, but, a, but, it but, gets you know, under my skin. But we said this last time when we were talking about Petey. Yeah, but... And I don't, yeah, I don't, mind, it with, I don't mind it with Petey. Petey seems really... What do you gen- mean when you say bro? I don't know. Petey's not really bro Petey's more about the boys. Yeah, yeah. This P- is more Petey like, is one guy... These guys are definitely about the boys. Well, Petey is no, one... they're, they're Petey's one guy kind of talking about how important his friends are to him. Which is great. This is all about nothing but love. I know. It's about, it's about you know, staying positive and loving your... Friends but, but, and all that. So it's basically about the same but thing. But the problem yeah. is, is that there's so many people in the band. I'm like, who's saying this? What does that guy think? Is that guy an asshole? Is that guy on the trumpet gonna? Just friends, if you're listening to this, we'll have you all on. We'll talk to every single one of you, one by one, not at the same time. <laughs> oh, it'll be like the prisoner's dilemma. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, you it's know, going to be the prisoner's dilemma. You know, trombone said you were a little stingy with your money. We're going to interrogate every single one of you until one of you cracks. I had this dream last night. I guess I'll say it on the pod because it's actually... Well, actually, it was a couple nights ago. This doesn't have any... I don't know why I just thought of it. I had a dream that Brady wanted to have their birthday party at the Dollar General because it'd be fun. Well, that tracks. That tracks for Brady. <laughs> and we were we were going in. We're like, why do you want to go here? And, and Brady's like, Brady's like, oh, it's it's like, oh, wow. I was like, yeah. okay, okay. Anyway, um, good, so, good okay. thing you brought that on on up on Mike. I don't for know people what, who don't know who Brady I, I is. I know, but I just I'm sure a lot of people know Brady. But anyway, okay. So Alex, the skit in the middle, it's a little bit. It's. <laughs> I loved it. I think it's hilarious. So it feels like the band is like. Every, they're like okay. you know, like the stick stickly reference. I I wasn't I zoned out. Well, then you didn't okay. listen to it. I don't know who that because is. Because I heard I heard people talking into goofy radio voice. I was like, this is stupid. So I Who's stick stick? He said he wants more. He, stick stickly is a song by Attack Attack. He says he wants more sticks. He's mad because he wanted more stick stickly. Okay, well, well, is it a reference to the song or? Reference yes, to it's the a reference. To, it's a reference to the. It's a reference to Attack Attack. So it's not a reference to the Nickelodeon. Stick. No. Okay. He's like, oh. I miss the old friends. I want more stick stickly. I want more smoke Hannes, which is another Attack Attack song. Well, it's like, take, okay. me, take me back to 2008. See, the problem is, is like, I don't like it that the band is like owning themselves. I don't, that was annoying. I'm like, because mm-hmm. all the reviews were like, I hate this. And I'm just like, that's like annoying. Why? It's like, just, well, I thought, uh, just man, have, you, a, have another skin. You know how, what I felt I about. I you guys were going to absolutely love this. What I fe- how I felt about this is how I think most people feel about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, see, it's I don't, similar to. I, I'm not, I don't personally find the Red Hot Chili Peppers annoying. Yeah, me neither. But I know that's like their. Energy. Energy. And, and people, a lot of people say they don't like them and they think they're douches and, and broy. I, that's how I feel about this. I mean, the Red Hot Chili Peppers have their own issues, but I, I mean, I yeah, don't think of course, that they're, I don't think that they're, I, I don't, 
I don't find them. Well, annoying. I follow these guys. I can tell you they're not douches. All right, I, I believe it. 100%. But just listen. Well, the music when we, when we get them on and talk to them, we'll, we'll figure it out. And Funny story. The the lead vocalist guy. Um, I don't know if you remember, but when we saw Prince Daddy, he was like up on stage with them the entire time. Like he was like uh, their stage guy. Okay. I, I don't know of, if you remember. I kind of remember that. Yeah. And he was up guy. on stage the whole time. Yeah. Yes. And he was, he was hyping guy. up the crowd. Yeah. That's the lead guy in Just Friends. I was going to ask Alex, was he, were these guys at Bloodfest? No. They weren't there? No. I remember there was a band with a ton of horns. Yeah, that wasn't, I don't know who that, that, was, that was. That wasn't them. Okay. That wasn't them. Anyway, so there were still some good songs on here. <laughs> a glowing so review. Yeah, so that's, I mean, I liked, I did like Supersonic. I liked I Want to Love You. And I feel like I liked Sick of It All. I don't remember. Lead singer Prince Daddy pops up on that uh, track. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, didn't know that. Cool. I don't know how you so can miss it. Here they are. Yeah, there's just so many. Yeah. I don't know. Something. I guess it shouldn't bother me because, like, why would it? But something about them having so many guys, they're all like... Well, yeah. If you, well, if you watch them live, I mean, they're just partying. They're just having fun. I know. Which, I don't know. But, and listen, I'm not... We're saying this as consumers, right? I don't want to judge people's personal character. Yeah. But, yeah, I can imagine them partying. But to me, to me, the the feeling that I get from that is, look at us, look how fun and happy we are. Yeah, we're partying and dancing. Aren't we great? And like, I don't know. Yeah, then what else should what else should they be doing then? Should they be like? I don't. I don't feel. I don't know how much genuine. How, how, how genuine is. it is. See, it I is. think Teenage Bottle Rocket's a really fun band, and they don't seem broy or anything. I don't know. These guys aren't broy at all. Okay. Well, those, that picture that we pulled up seemed pretty broy. Oh, well, maybe. I just looked through a bunch of Google images, and they all seem pretty broy to me. Anyway. That's all right. I will review. keep that in mind. No more broy albums. No, you can have broy albums. I don't think it's as broy at all, but all right. all right. Well, you're all voted two to one. No, you can. I don't care. You can bring as many bros as you Yeah, keep bringing bros. You guys don't like bros. I'll I keep, like. Keep I have two bros. Two. How, wait, what do they feel about this? Who, Nick and Dante? Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll send it to them. They'll probably listen if I ask. I know your friend Nate loves this band. Is this Does them? It? I didn't know that. No. <laughs> if, if, if this was them, it, I would love them. Yeah, this would be a lot better. That's a little like some Europop stuff. So we gonna rate this bad boy? Yeah, um, for me it's perfect. It's 10 out of 10. Um. Uh, um. Five. I'll give it a six. Because it had a couple good parts. All right. Well, that's a little bit disappointing. I, I, sometimes I pick records just to pick them, but this one I picked because I specifically thought you would both absolutely love it. So Damn. Um, I'm sorry to disappoint. Yeah. Okay. Hey, listen. Excuse me, listen. gentlemen. This, yeah, I, was, until, I was trying to give you guys a treat this episode. Until, I, I until, you, until, you, don't, until you have the other two people rate your sh- album a one like you guys did with me and Neil Cesariga, you don't know how it feels. So just wait. Well, but that. Okay. Well, we get. I mean, we put. We really gave the hurt to our pals, Incubus. Yeah. So. Yeah, but that you know, Incubus isn't real. <laughs> I don't think they're a real band. All right, we'll be right back. Hey guys, thank you for listening to Fresh Ears. We have a lot of fun on this podcast. So it wouldn't be possible without our sponsors. 
First off, I want to thank Pipley's Believe It or Not. Uh, it's the younger brother of one Ripley. Uh, he's got a new museum out in uh, the middle of Shinston, and uh, he's just uh, trying to show you some things you won't believe. It's really cool. Uh, they got a um, one-legged lizard over there. They've got uh, 16 candles, and uh, I don't know. But go out there. Pip DVD copy of 16 candles? Yeah, 16 candles. The only DVD copy there is. So go out to wow. Pipley's, believe it or not. Uh, we've also got um, Fresno Shrimp. Uh, Fresno in uh, Nevada. Or, wait. No, no Fresno, Nevada. Yeah, You're Fresno, right. Nevada. Fresno in California. Yeah. Yeah. One, one of them. Oh, there's another one in Nevada. Yeah. I think Landlocked Fresno is a new shrimp company that they want to promote through this podcast. Very delicious. I'm eating some right now with Home some grown. marinara. Landlocked? Homegrown. Landlocked. Who caught no the one. shrimp? Well, Homegrown. It's imported, but it's grass-fed. Just so you know, grass-fed shrimp. So we want to thank Fresno Shrimp. And last but not least, we've got to go with my dad's riverboat tours. My dad is still trying to buy a boat so he can give riverboat tours. But if you pledge to his pay to his uh, GoFundMe, he can buy a boat and give riverboat Wait, tours. How, how much are these tours per person? <laughs> They're only 500 bucks, <laughs> plus the amount you pay for, for the uh, GoFundMe. But once he gets that boat, he's going to drive around the Robinson Pool. And we'll get some nice tours in there. So, uh... I thought it was the Hyena River. Uh, well, we had to downsize because the Hyena River has been infested with uh, too many shrimp. <laughs> they're not catching shrimp. Are they, they grass-fed? No, they're not. That's why. They're wow. Too, they're, they're, they're getting too big. So the shrimp have taken over. So, yep, we want to thank my dad for not paying me but telling me I had to thank him. So thank you to our sponsors. And now, let's get back to the pod. Well, everybody, welcome back to Fresh Ears, a music podcast. <laughs> oh, no, Alex Alex immediately left. He can't handle He it. is so furious with us about the well, results of his... We'll have to recast Alex, too. Yeah, are you coming back? What are you doing? He, oh, no. Are you eating pickles? No, mm -hmm. just you wait. He's not going to stop. Alex has brought his big iron out. Every inch of this apartment is steeped in it. All right, there he is. Look at him dancing. Just kick it. Why didn't you? Oh, I didn't have to announce that I got up and left. Well, why didn't you do it before we started recording? I was still. You hit record and immediately walked away. Alex has the well, hardest. You, well, you were announcing your band. I Alex the has band. the hardest job. I, I have one person to look at. I can't look at Eddie during this. I gotta project Can towards you look the at mic. Freaking William Regal. <laughs> no, I can't do that. All right, that, this is all staying in. I don't want any of that gone. Good. Okay. I want people to know what kind of operation you're running here. Anyway. The album I picked for today is called Jeopardy by The Sound. Um, a 1980 post-punk, new wavy uh, album. I don't know exactly how uh, I, I found out about them. I think it was a share thread on 4chan, which is... Mm. I mean, that's how I found about Kishibashi, which doesn't exist, I guess, now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alex deleted him from Kishibashi's the universe. Kishibashi's gone. Um, so yeah, I found a lot about my bands through through that or uh, other recommendations from from websites like that. So uh, I, I I this was I found out about this band in college, right when I um, was really getting into kind of stuff like this and the B52s and the Talking Heads, which I guess they don't all sound alike, but I kind of put them in the same uh, what do you call it group, group I guess. Um, 
I this is one of those albums for the longest time I only listened to the first five songs like the first side I guess mm-hmm. but I you know like stuff like Words, Words Fail Me and, and Heartland like the, the more energetic songs I really loved and it wasn't until I bought the vinyl that I really started listening to the back half and I think this is um, whether the songs are slow or fast I think this song this album is banger after banger um, a little little politically fueled mm-hmm. some of these tracks um Politically fueled in the way that I like, and not the homeless tabernacle choir. choir. <laughs> um, so, anyway, <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. I hate talking about my own albums. You should really prepare. What about? What, what about I'm not going to say. Ooh, the sound is from Dublin, California. So let me ask you this: they're a four piece, and their album. All right, I'll just quit. I'll life. just quit the podcast then. No, no don't quit. But that's your thing. What am I going to say about it? I don't know. Talk about them. I mean, I like okay. the song "Heyday." Why? Why? Why are they? Why did they not? Why did this band not break through the barrier of being pop? Yeah. Like, why is this like not? This band, I have no this idea. Is, this is not a popular band. I have no idea. I, I, I think. I think. This, How did they miss the mark? I don't think they did. They I think did they did miss the mark. No, I don't think they missed. I don't the think quality-wise, they didn't miss the mark. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about they didn't break I mean, through. They could marketing. I don't know. There's plenty of bands that yeah. don't do that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I. Why is this not joy to Why is every this should, college yeah. person exactly. not wearing the joy division? This, this should be a tent pull of the genre. Right. And I it's agree. not. And I don't understand that. I don't understand why it's not. Because I know. I bet I know why. Well, we'll get to that. Okay. But I. But the. The bass lines are so good, and the. Uh, I don't know. When when you get the faster ones, words fail me. Heyday. Resistance, those three especially, those should be, we should be hearing those like we hear um, There's a Light That Never Goes Out, or like, um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of that, Level Tears Apart. Mm -hmm. I don't know why we don't. I I truthfully don't. Because this album, to me, is the the pinnacle of that genre. How did you hear the sound? I think they were in a share thread on 4chan. There's there, there's a music there's a music board on the on the website where people are like, yeah, and you'll have a thread of just people sharing music they like, mm-hmm. and I've found uh, a lot of bands that way. Um, like I said, I found um, um, Kishibashi, Kishibashi, and these guys. Um, why? So a lot of bands, the unicorns, like basically all the bands that I like now. Uh, I guess I'm just a pathetic hipster <laughs> that way i mean but uh yeah i i i, I it's it's weird because when i bought the vinyl i bought it in denver and it came with a sticker that said like the seminal influential album that inspired the genre or something like i don't know where'd you true. get the record in denver okay in the record store in denver mm-hmm. but like i don't I've never heard anyone talk about this band, so I don't know. I don't know exactly how influential they are. And they're they are. they're from London, correct? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't do any. I don't do research about. Yes, they're from London. Are you looking at it now? Well, yeah, because I was looking up for something. Oh, for something. Uh oh. Well, I was gonna say. So my my theory was is, okay. So this band is called The Sound, and the sound is, I think the name The Sound kind of sounds no pun intended. Kind of more like a, a traditional rock band. Like the name, 
sounds like a traditional rock band. Oh, when you picked this album, I was like, I just the name the name of the band and the name of the album. I was like, this is gonna be. Well, hold on. What did you think it was gonna be? I thought it was gonna be. I just didn't think it was gonna be post punk. I don't know. I just. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't. I didn't expect anything. Like I didn't have any expectations. I was like, uh, "This is just gonna be a weird thing, I guess." The sound. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know. I don't <laughs> you, know. You think it's gonna be a bunch of farm the, animals? Just, just the, the, the the album <laughs> announcement. I had zero excitement. For no it. excitement. You weren't excited. What about you? What, what were you thinking? Uh, I know, I've no, you think I've, it's gonna be generic seventies rock? No, I did. I know who the sound. I knew who the sound were. I knew. I knew of them. I didn't really know much, but. I mean, like, just I'm just saying, the name kind of is reminiscent of like, I don't know, the the Beatles, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones. Yeah, it's just like I'm trying to think. There's the a, the 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 yes, of course. Well, the the is like new wave gold. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But I don't know. But anyway, so my theory was is that people heard of Jeopardy and they're like, oh, it's Trebek. I don't want to hear a punk band with that guy. Is that around the Okay, so I, f- I looked it up and Jeopardy started in 1984. So okay. that maybe my theory is not true, but I was like, people. Well, hold on, you I, thought you thought people would think people it was Alex Trebek's solo Tre- album? Pe- people thought that Alex Trebek started a, ba- a band to make. R.I.P. Alex know, Trebek. Yeah. Pick, uh, uh, please uh, visit me in my dreams. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I don't know. About? I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been trying to get you to learn the baseline to Unwritten Law. Yeah, that's right. For, I couldn't remember. I knew you months. said. I know. I'll do it. I'll do it today. But okay. So my theory was that they just didn't. People like heard the sound. They heard Jeopardy. They're like, oh, what is uh, what is music? <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 that was I my think thought. I, I don't like getting into saying oh, this is underrated but I think if there's any band that's underrated to me it's probably the sound well the other thing is is that um, I, I would posit that, <laughs> that bands like Joy Division and uh, I don't the know Cure. The Cure and other post-punk bands weren't popular when they first started out like I don't think that Joy Division got big until years after until that until after he died yes whatever that guy's name is that died so I just think that maybe this didn't have, and I don't know anything about these members. You always hear about people in like post-punk bands and punk bands back then having like big personalities. All I could find is that they they were heavy drug addicts. Oh really? Okay. See, I mean, you're Mister Research, and you couldn't find anything on them. No, that's that's the thing. Like I could hardly find anything about this. So band. maybe they just did. It's honestly a miracle that I even found out about them. I, that, that, yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, I don't know. Weird. It's weird to me because I'll get to it because they're really good and it's like, what happened? Well, you yeah, know? I was going to say, it definitely sounds like the guy from The Cure's voice. So I think he must have taken a lot of inspiration from these guys, honestly. Robert Smith, the most uh, unique name I've ever heard. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, yeah, I kind of lumped these guys in with the B-52s and the Talking Heads. I think that it's just like, they're all, well, they're all from the same era, and they're all just like weird. It's a bunch of different instrumental parts that you wouldn't think would fit together, but they do. Yeah. They put them together in a way that's kind of interesting, and they just keep going and building on top. I, of I think I said up. this for the B-52s album. It's just cool. I just think it's cool. Yeah. Cool I, I know that's cucumber. a very elementary uh, description. 
but uh well so i think that, that that's the cool thing is that all these songs just start they, they all start pretty simple and they just build on top like more things more little riffs come out and i like like that's like the same with the talking heads and that's i cool. i didn't really like the slower stuff and i was i didn't really like missiles that much um, you know, I'm, I mean, I gotta say, low. I like them now though. I liked it okay, but missiles and Je- the song Jeopardy, those are probably my two least. Jeopardy favorites. is my least favorite song. <laughs> went from... The title, the title song is my least. Honestly, favorite Honestly, maybe they should have just done the Jeopardy theme. They should four bum, years bum, before bum. it came out. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah. But yeah, when when you get one of the bangers like "Words Fail Me" or "Heyday" or "Resistance," I mean, those yeah, are... "Resistance" was probably my favorite song. I love that song. And I, yeah, and Unwritten Law has a cool bass part, so I'll figure that out today. Thanks, Daddy. It probably, it, it didn't seem too complicated. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. I don't know, like, I would be, I, I would like to look up a live video of these guys playing. I think it'd be interesting to see. <laughs> you can't find, there aren't many. Really? No. <laughs> and it's just weird, yeah, you're right. But see, I, to me, so I don't do a whole lot of research on music that I listen to. I just listen to it and whatever it is it is and so I've never like this is the first conversation I'm actually having where I've actually like tried to analyze them Ooh. and I, I I just like I, it was just music that I liked and now it's like yeah what did happen to maybe me? here's my maybe the Maybe the I mean, they're getting new vinyl pressings. So if you go to their... That, that vinyl that I have is a new... It's not an original it pressing. It sounds amazing, by the way. So... It's 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 like... I think it's 180 grams. Yeah. It's pretty heavy. So they're getting a reissue somewhere from somebody. So someone's putting it out there. Honestly, there's... So Spotify has bios. They, they'll give a bio about every band. And the hey, producey! The bio on the sound <laughs> is... All it all it's about is about it talks about how it's very negative about how they couldn't have commercial success. Wow! And it's like okay, well it here. talks about how like Read their it. brand What's of this? their brand of eighties post punk um, came out at like the same time as Joy Division and Echo and the Bunnymen, who I've never heard of. Have you heard I've of heard of them? I've never listened. To and them. those two bands, you know, became like staples of the genre, and the, this band just didn't do anything. Yeah. Well, I, um, I was th- the band I was thinking of. And now it's hard to explain. The band I was thinking of that has a similar name to the sound is the band, the band, which mm-hmm. like that's like a. I well, mean, there's also there's song. also a band called the Sounds. Really. Which um, they have a song called "Living in America" that was on one of the rock band games. It's really good, but it's a completely different sound. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. So yeah, it's I think it, I think a generic name. The name is a little generic. That when you have be. something like Joy Division or Echo and the Bunnymen, which are Easy, Fugazi, yeah, yeah, easily remembered names versus the sound. So, so this notes some of some of the, the the biggest fails of what we're talking about is due to the industry, the press, the drug problems in the band, and they and the cokehead producer. <laughs> who, who wrote this? this is the lead singer. It says who mangled what was supposed to be the big record, and I don't know what the big record was supposed to be. Maybe it was this. I don't know. See, but that's a lot. I don't understand because that's a lot. I of feel like that was written bands. by someone with an axe to grind. Maybe it feels like a lot. I, see, that's the thing. Is like a ton of punk bands. Like they were like really low butt key. Like the yeah. Like there's the, you, you see all about the the, the descendants. The, like they didn't do anything. You hear of, about this scene a lot. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want any part of the 1980s punk scene. It sounds horrible. 1970s. And none of the records were released in the U.S. That's oh that's, that's probably oh the okay well that explains. But why? It's just 
And I'm sure if we read more, we could learn, but... Yeah, but um, anyway, I mean, it's just weird because all these songs are pretty good. It's yeah. like, damn. I, I, Hidden I, gems I, on fresh good? ears. Yeah. Go ahead, Alex. Well, I, of course, you know, I've never heard of this band in my life. Never heard their music. Never even heard the no, name of the heard band. Of heard before. I think the probably the best band I've never heard of. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, if I was alive in 1980, they'd probably be one of my favorite groups, but I probably would still... You wouldn't have known about them because they in the U.S. Um, Listening to them, my first reaction is very rep- reminiscent to Boy Era U2, which, same year. Yeah, same uh, yeah, year. I can, I can see it. Like, spot on. But the thing is, though, this album is like ten times better than Boy. Damn. Um, and U2 is one of my favorite bands. Oh, sorry, um, Bono, you've been dethroned. Well. <laughs> well, I still love you, Bono. Well, no, they, they, have, they have 30 years. This album is better than Boy. That's all, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> But uh, is this album better than uh, pop? Yes. Damn. Two for two. Yeah, I don't know. I've ne- I don't know what's on pop. So, <laughs> so yeah. I was one hundred percent sold on this album after the first two tracks. Um, and that's before you get any of the. Yeah. I guess Heartland's kind yeah. of fast paced. And I en- I enjoy how like the first two or three tracks are like kind of guitar paced, really poppy, mm-hmm. just like bangers. And as the album move, moves along, it kind of involves into more of like a abstract, like synth heavy. Mm-hmm. Very Twin Peaks type vibes. Um, what I got. The last seventy five percent of the album, I think, could very easily like accompany like a nineteen eighties like thriller movie or like even like a John Carpenter film. Uh, my favorite tracks are "I Can't Escape Myself," "Heartland," and favorite track is "Missiles." Really, I really love wow. that wow. song. Yeah. Like how it just drones and it just goes and it. Man, I love it so much. I mean, it really crescendos when he just like starts screaming at the Missiles! Yeah. And the guitars are just going. I love it so much. Um, we just talked about this for like 10 minutes, but I was very upset to discover that this band missed the mark as far as, you know, having any commercial success or gaining any traction in, in within the U.S. or the mainstream. But, I mean, this is just as good or better than any album I've ever heard from that era. Uh, many of these tracks... Especially missiles, like I, I feel, and I talked, I said Twin Peaks, but like it, it makes me feel like I'm like in that bar, oh, the in Twin else. Peaks, yeah. like oh, yeah. down in a shot of whiskey or something. But I didn't expect anything when you picked this. But I mean, this might be my favorite album you've picked. Oh wow, that's um, something. Every track is really, really good in its own way. Like I think a lot of this '80s post-punk stuff sounds this like. The albums kind of sound the same, but each track here kind of does something different. Um, and it kind of goes back and forth from like being poppy and being more like abstract. And I really enjoyed it. I loved I I did not, I didn't think I was going to like this. Well, I'm glad you're like it, it. Like it looked like, I thought it was going to be too abstract. <laughs> like, like the last, like the last few tracks on uh, um, Remain in Light. How they just kind of drone and like it's... But I like that. I like that. Well, but so I, I don't know. Mean, then. I just thought it was going to be too arty for me. Okay. You know you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the name of the band, the album cover. I love the album cover. Well, it's very you, you know. <laughs> okay. 
first glance, I was like, uh, Joe. What is the, uh, is it like, is it a picture from a Pull movie? It out. No, I know what it looks like, but what is it? Is it a picture from the mo- a movie? It looks like. Know. It's cool. I mean, it's I, I, cool. I, I liked it, but uh, yeah, I thought it was really, this is like an awesome album. <laughs> Great. Well, I'm glad you liked it. I'm going to give it a um, 9 out of 10. Because there are there's our track or two that I you know usually skip. Yeah, I'll give it a nine out of ten. Also, listen, <laughs> first first time I listened to this, I was kind of on the fence. Second time I listened to it, I was driving, and I was like, and I listened the whole thing, and then I listened to it again, and then last night when I was writing up my show notes, I was listening to the record. While drinking a glass of wine, Ooh. and I was like, "This you, thing has no right to be this good." You were all in. So I'm giving it a ten out of ten. Uh, hell yeah, man! Wow. Hell yeah! I loved it so much. I'm happy. I'm very happy. Yeah, man. I'm looking at all the reviews and like a ton, it got a ton of like perfect scores. Yeah, I don't know. I don't oh, know. that's it. Got a t- five out of five from Sounds. That seems a little bit like nepotism. Oh, big sound. <laughs> sound. Big yeah, sound big, is out here. Yeah, they're trying. That's that's definitely synergy. Corporate all right. Well, when synergy. we come back, we have a question. We have a. We're gonna mess around a little bit, and then uh, we're, we're gonna tell you what our albums are for next week. So stick around. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Fresh Ears, everybody. I'm glad you stuck around for with us for our favorite segment of the day, where we uh, kind of just dick around and ask questions and talk about stuff. Um, so we have a we have a fan question coming up, but to take the place of um, the Rate Your Music game, which we haven't played for a couple episodes, we still want to do a little something extra. Um, and so mine's still a question. It's nothing too bizarre, but I, I th- it's one that I think about a lot. Maybe I've asked it for, to you guys off mic before. But I want you to think about any 10-year span. And it doesn't have to be a decade. An exact, you know, 1980, 1989, mm-hmm. or anything. A 10-year span. And from now, from now on, until your death, you could only listen to music from that, those 10 years. Which, ten, which, decade, which 10-year span would you pick? For me, I would probably pick something like 76 to 85. Mm. I want to go with 2005 to 2015. Okay. That's all your OC stuff, just gone. You don't care about that? All, Wait, all, your, OC, all, your, all your favorite U2 stuff, gone. Wait, the OC was around. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? I thought the OC was on. 2003 to 2013. Okay. 2003 to 2013. Um, hmm. You posted a good question. I might honestly just say, like... That, that, that gets you an atomic bomb from you two. I might honestly say 2009 to 2019. I just feel like I found so much good music. That's that's well, those are, I hold on, that's 11 years. Both of you said 11 years. 2009 to 2008 or that's 2018. Negative, that's negative one year. I mean, 2018. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. I just feel like I found so much good music in that span, mm-hmm. and like the bands still, you know, that are my age, that are our age, like came up, you know, are modern, and yeah, so you know. I don't know. It's hard for me not to pick the last 10 years, but, you know. Yeah, let's say you can't pick the last 10 years. All right, I guess. Try to, try to get a little. I would say like 90, 91 to 2000, 2000 then, yeah. Okay. I love the 90s. You guys listen to a lot, a lot more older music than, than I do. I don't listen to as much music as either of you do. And I'm, I'm finding that out as the more we do this podcast. Because I see like, 
I don't know. I see. Obviously, you guys talk about this stuff. Oh, I found this band. Eddie's always a wealth of knowledge about uh, the 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 bacteria, the the buttholes, like <laughs> the all, buttholes. all these all these different bands. In my Spotify rap revealed, I listen to five hundred new artists. Wow. Yeah, and then, and then I see people, someone like our, our friend of the podcast, Nate, oh, who, yeah. or, or, or even Brady, who will post on their social media pages like, uh, "Here's my here, here here's all the albums I listen to this week," and it's like. Yeah. Three billion I don't do records. That. I don't like, do that too. Much. I do that too. And I, I just, I, I don't listen to nearly that much. I love, I love music, but I, it just, I don't know. It kind of makes me self conscious that I don't know as much about it. As well, it's guys. hard. It, it's been getting harder for me to be interested in your music, to be honest. Like, cause I, I like, I feel like everything that I love. You're turning into an old man now. Yeah, everything that I love has already come out. I mean, there's some things that I find. See, I'm like every day. Finding, I mean, I'm found finding new stuff. See, Here's like, my problem. Beach Bunny, his great Sonderbombs, and a new band, a couple of things like I still love to find, but Here's it's my, just not as often as I used to. Here's my issue. I am too much of a generalist. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on. This is the Hulk Hogan promo. This is what he um, calls Hulk Hogan the N word. Oh no. Are we gonna put this on the pod? We should, yeah. Did he do that because he knew he wasn't supposed to say that? Yeah. He because he was like... Oh, man. I can't believe that this <laughs> organically happened. All right. I am too much of a generalist to get really into things. And I, I, I've always disliked that about myself. You've always made fun of me for how many books that I've started to read and never finish. And that happens with so many things with me. TV shows, movies... I, I, I subscribe to the Criterion channel, which is a great streaming service for like art house films or old classic films. And they always come out with collections of movies I want to watch. I've got Jackie Chan collection. When that came out, I was like, I'm going to watch all these. And we watched one. There's well, the a, one we watched wasn't particularly good. It sucked. It was horrible. Yeah. But uh, I, that really aggravates me. Like Right now, all the Yakuza games are on Xbox. And I want to play them all. And I just know that's not going to happen. And I and I feel like that's the same with music with me. And I'm a little bit of the opposite. I I I'm I'm kind of I have kind of like an addictive personality. Like when I like something, I like deep dive into it for a really long time, and I learn everything about it, and I become obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. So I'm a little bit of the opposite. Which there's pros and cons to both of those. Well, yeah. The the I mean the pros for for this for me is. I cover a wide berth of things, like the sound, or or or, or there's times where you're like, "How do you know about this?" You or know? Daddy Frey, or, or Icelandic. Yeah, and I got really into the Eurovision thing yeah. last year, but I, I don't. I never dig deep enough to actually know anything about anything, so I just feel really stupid. You're not stupid. I don't know what my oh, thing no. is, because like I kind of just stopped. Oh man, what's this? Well, anyway, all right. What's our question? All right, do we have a question from a, from a listener? Yes, we have a question from one. This is an email question Ooh. from one Booker T. Carlson. Um, <laughs> oh boy, Booker T. And the question is, what is your dream lineup for a concert? No rules, 
Book your favorite show. I think we should establish some rules. I think there should be a four-band bill. Do yeah, you, sorry, Booker four. T. Do you agree? Yeah. This okay. is a four-band bill. <laughs> we gotta go, we gotta Every go, band ever. And we got to go in ascending order. We've got to go in, like, so we're the opener, bottom we're to the yeah. top. Yeah. Um, Eddie, you go first. Let's go in the order that we talked about our what? albums. Oh, my God. But let's start with the opener. Okay. Uh, Are we each going to call out our opener first? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess um, an opening band that hmm, I guess this would be like the, the the smallest one, but it would be Hospital Job, a band we've talked about. They'd be a good uh, starting lineup. I think my opener would be one Charlie Bliss. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, uh, okay. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of bands that I like that are similar on that level. Um. Well, I started real small with <laughs> hospitals. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to think of what I like that that's that's, that's like that. Um, I'm gonna, uh, you know what? I'm gonna shout out the boys. Uh, this is this is strictly from a live music perspective, but I'm gonna open with Eternal Boy, oh. who have absolutely never failed to give us an entertaining live show. Hey, they just had a song. Come, I think their album's coming out soon. So. Anyway. Eternal uh, Boy is a local Pittsburgh band. You guys, you listen to them because they're really good. Yeah. All right. Second band. You can go to a show if you can. Um, uh, I'm I'm torn. Do they have to be current bands, or can we go back in time and grab Mozart? No rules. Okay. No rules. Oh, yeah. Booker T said no rules. Mozart. Um, I don't know. I'd probably pick the bands that I want to pick the bands I've seen because they they're proven. I actually haven't they're seen hospital. Oh, you just poop. Uh, I'm torn between the Renfields and Kia Dinosaurs, but I'll probably pick, <laughs> I'd probably pick the Renfields because I really love, yeah, because they're always a fun time. All right. That's right, so a hospital job. For me, my first. second band on the bill would be the Front Bottoms. Oh. Mm. You know what? No, I was gonna pick them, but I don't, I'm not. We can't. We can't pull double duty. Um. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with another. Uh, I guess mine are, mine are going to be so non-themed. It's going to be boring. Oh, mine's, mine's about to get wacky. My second bill is going to be Scott Rayner era Blink-182. Damn, okay, yeah. Yeah, they, <laughs> honestly, I should have thought of that. I'm going to go back to the to, to the Dude Ranch era and grab them, and they'll be I mean, they'll be my second man on the card. That's what I wish I could have seen, honestly. That's the... Uh, for me, I don't know. Um, Third band on the bill. Jeez, I don't. Uh, this is hard, Alex. Well, you got to trust I'm good. us, I'm Booker. Good. I, I got mine. Okay, uh, let's go with. Um, um, let's go with. Let's. Fill, we got a vamp. We can't. Yeah. Have oh, okay. Fly. I'll put the Minutemen on because I always like the Minutemen. Always seem so okay. cool. Back All right. There. My third act is a young man named John Bellion. No, of course. The belly man. E direct support from John Bellion. Yes, thank you, Johnny. Um, my third band is going to be Stop Making Sense Era Talking Heads. Pretty good. Ooh. Honestly, if they just want to do that show, even though it's an hour and a half, they could. They could. Damn, I love it. Um, I don't know. Number one. Let's see. Let's just put headliner. Two. Yeah, headliner. I don't know. Well, let's put, um, uh, you know what? We could put Van Halen up there. That's Whoa, awesome. wow. Okay, so we have Hospital <laughs> Job, 
The Renfields. The Renfields. Minute Man. Minute Man. Wow. My headliner is yeah. another solo artist. Oh, wow. By the name of John. And we are closing up my show with John Mayer. Oh. You got Charlie Bliss front bottom. I can't believe he didn't John pick you Young U two. He yeah, hates we're you. Good. Well, Alex doesn't we're even. We gotta like... gotta mix it up. I mean, we can't go. As we've I... established, Alex hates U two now. No, I like U two. <laughs> Ever since Alex heard the sound, he can't He's stand like, U two. Oh, get away from me, punk. Um, well, uh, mine probably won't come as a surprise. Uh, my headlining band is going to be King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> so my show is going to be nonstop energy. Got Turn a Boy, 90s Blink-182, 1983 Talking Heads, and any era so in yeah, the current King Giz. Email us which... What's your dream? Yeah, which, which concert which would you guys would you go, go to, to out of those three? We'll see. And we're talking to you. You think we're not talking to you? You think we're just talking to the era? We're not just talking to Booker T. Carlson. We're yeah, talking to all to of our listeners. Listen. I'm talking to you. Ooh, whispering in. I'm talking to you. I tried right. to do that before, but nobody listened. Well, Booker T, thank you for getting to us. It's a while that we got that question for Booker T, and then we saw him say the N-word on television. <laughs> yeah. So, thanks. All right, album time. Time for our next round of albums. We don't have a theme this year. or This, this uh, year? This, this for the next episode, but we'd have one coming up, the one after that. Um, and you know what I'm excited for, boys? Football. Football. The Super Bowl! The big game! Long weekend! I'm, I'm excited uh, when we get to May for us to finally do our Mother's Day episode. Oh, yes, my mom. Mm, she is she is tiffed <laughs> that we've done a, a dad album, but not a mom album. Well, when are you going to do the mom album? Like, <laughs> we're going to do it for Mother's Day, Mom. Mother's Day. Wait for Mother's Day. So really we're gonna hope, do the mom album. I really hope my mom doesn't pick something like the Stray Cats or. Uh, I, don't know. I like the Stray Cats. I don't know. I, we'll see. I appreciate the. Stray All right, Eddie. What is your album? Okay. Do you guys want a change up, or do you want another punk, this, punk or one? This is. As long as it's something like, well, first of all, I don't care. It, it's your decision. Yeah, I know. But if it's if it's if it's something like Teenage Mutant Rock, I'm down for. It. But if you have something where you feel like you want to change it up, let's change it. I up. personally tried to make sure the. The album that I picked is not like the previous album that I picked. Okay. I think as long well, as we do you're that, right. we're good. You're right. I'll pick. I'll change it up. We'll go with. I'm getting ready to hear about a band I've never heard no, of. No, no, no. I'm sure that you've heard of our good pals in REM. Oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick uh, Life's Rich Pageant. Hell yeah! All right. REM album. And I've got the bag. Not, it's not the birthday bag. Secure, hashtag secure the bag. Hashtag everybody bag. eats. He must have just bought this yesterday. Yeah, where's I the bet- birthday bag? Oh, this isn't what you just bought yesterday? Um, where's the birthday bag? I think I threw it away. No! It's, what? It's, it was John taking, Mark's birthday's coming up. What it was are you going to do up that? My birthday is in, less, is in a week and a half, and you threw that birthday bag away? I can't okay. You better have got me something good, by the way. <laughs> Everybody out there, my birthday will probably pass by the time this comes <laughs> out, but if you guys want to give me something, it'll be okay. nice. So my record is a debut record from a band that I love that's been around for a while, and that would be... Hot Fuss by oh, The Killers. No. What's wrong with The Killers? I like this album. It's, I expect one, exa- at least one oh no from one of you two. Every time I pick an album. It's no, like, no, I like this album. It's good. It's, it's I good think album. it's a good album. I think this has the potential to be my favorite episode between these two. Mm-hmm. And a little album called This Is Happening by LCD Sound System. Mm. 
Tasty. Ooh, what was your what was your record? What? All three of these artists are on the OC. REM? Wow. This is the OC OC episode. It'll be the OC episode. Yes, REM's on the OC. And LCD Sound System and the Killers. Hell yeah. Wait, what is it called? Which LCD Sound System? This is happening. And which Killers album? Hot Hot Fuss. I know, I'm just kidding. Well, well, what a good time. Well, we, 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 we had three... Pretty um, pretty popular albums. Well, this this one, we we kind of went we kind of went in the shadows. Yeah. On this episode, especially with the sound that I guess literally zero people have heard of. Um, but yeah, we got some, we got three pretty popular bands and, coming up. And we unintentionally have a theme. We I've I've finally OC. forced my friends into watching uh, the OC for the first time and. And I love it. All three of these uh, artists. Are I think I think I like it a little bit more than Eddie does. I like it okay. All three I of like these, it pretty good. All three of these artists are featured on the, the hit teen drama from the early aughts. What songs do you know? Um, the Killers, um, most prominently, is Smile Like You Mean It. Oh, I love that song. But there's a few others because they, they actually play on the show. Uh-huh. Um, Daft Punk is playing at my house. Okay. Yeah. Is that on that record? No. And I don't know the R.E.M. song, but there is an R.E.M. song. Probably like... Losing my religion. No, it's shiny, a, happy it's, it's it's an obscure. It's like a not popular one. Is it? Stirring like a Sandy and Kirsten like love moment. I uh, think it's probably Harbor Coat. I don't know. I don't but, know uh, don't know. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm really excited about listening to these albums because I I think we're gonna get some good stuff, and um, I think it'll be our most positive episode. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. We shall see. Love you guys. All right. Yo. Yeah.